today is Dr. Ellen Albertson, and we are so excited to have her here. Ellen, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Ruth. It is always a pleasure and happy holidays, everyone, whether you are celebrating whatever way you are lighting up the world. Happy holidays. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So whenever you want to get started, Ellen, that'd be great. Sure. So today's meditation is called your um, compassionate friend. So go ahead and find a comfortable position, either sitting or if you're in a place, you can lie down if you'd like. And gently close your eyes. And let's take a few deep breaths just to settle into your body. And perhaps putting one or both hands over your heart or another soothing place to remind yourself to give yourself loving attention during this meditation today. And now imagine that you're in a place that is safe and comfortable, as comfortable as possible. It might be a cozy room with a fireplace or a peaceful beach with a warm sun and cool breezes or a forest glade. It could also be an imaginary place like floating on clouds or being in some magical forest, anywhere you feel peaceful and safe. So just let yourself enjoy being in this place. And soon you'll receive a visitor, a warm and compassionate presence, a compassionate friend who embodies the qualities of wisdom, strength, and unconditional love. This being may be a spiritual figure, an ancestor, a wise, compassionate teacher, a person from your past, like a grandparent, someone whom you feel truly understands you or this being may have no particular form, perhaps more like a light or a warm presence. So just notice what arises for you. And your compassionate friend cares deeply about you and would like you to be happy and free from any type of struggle. So just allow an image to come to mind. And now you have a choice. You can either go out from your safe place and meet your compassionate friend or invite them in. So please take that opportunity now, if you'd like. And place yourself in just the right position in relation to your compassionate friend. You could be at a respectful distance, or you may be very close. Maybe you want to give them a hug, whatever feels right for you. And now imagining your compassionate friend in as much detail as possible, allowing yourself to feel what it's like to be in their presence. Just knowing there is nothing you need to do except to experience the moment. So just enjoy being in their presence. Notice how they make you feel. 
Your compassionate friend is wise and all-knowing and understands exactly where you are in your life journey. Your friend may want to tell you something, something that is exactly what you need to hear right now, just what you need to know. So take this time, take a moment to listen carefully to what your compassionate friend might have to say. And if no words arise, that's okay too. Just continue to experience the, their good company. That is a blessing in itself. And perhaps you would like to say something to your compassionate friend. Your friend listens deeply and completely. They understand you. So is there anything you'd like to share? And just taking some time to hang out with your compassionate friend, maybe having a conversation. No, your compassionate friend would like to leave you with a gift, a material object. And the object might simply appear in your hands or you can put out your hands and receive something, something that has special meaning to you. So maybe it's wrapped. So take some time and notice what does your compassionate friend have for you? And now just taking a few more moments to enjoy your friend's presence, perhaps thanking them for their gift and for joining you today. And as you're enjoying their good company, allow yourself to realize that your friend is a part of yourself. You can connect with this friend and this part of yourself anytime you'd like. So maybe asking your friend to come back in the future, knowing that all the compassionate feelings, images and words that you are experiencing flow from your own inner wisdom and compassion. And finally, when you're ready, allow the images to gradually dissolve in your mind's eye remembering that compassion and wisdom are always within you, especially when you need them the most. You can call on your compassionate friend anytime you wish. So now settling back into your body, letting yourself savor what just happened, perhaps reflecting on the words you may have heard or the object you may have been given. Just take a couple moments just to reflect on this meditation.
And then when you're ready, coming back into your body, wiggling your fingers and toes, opening your eyes, and perhaps writing down a few things just to remember your experience. Ellen, thank you. I have been spending time with Archangel Metatron today. And so he immediately came in. So he was my compassionate friend. This nice. Morning. Yeah, it was beautiful. And I would say for friends who enjoy a long leisurely meditation, save this one. And when you get to one of Ellen's directions, then um, pause and really spend that time, soak in and take as long as you want. And then when you're ready to move on, then just hit the space bar and continue on again for the next for the next direction. Because I think a person could spend a great deal of time with their compassionate friend if they wanted to. So this is a really nice way to help them get to that point, Ellen. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, I know. Pausing is something that as a, as a meditation teacher is something that I'm always working on it's it's interesting when we're we're doing meditations um virtually um so thank you for that suggestion that that is an, an excellent suggestion if you're listening that you can spend as much time as you want because there really is so much information and i think this i wanted to do this one because it's such a great one for the holiday where we're like thinking about giving and giving and just what do you need to receive and and hear yourself so yeah excellent well so i want to talk about giving for just a minute. Ellen is the author of this beautiful new book, Rock Your Midlife, and it's over her shoulder as well. Um, this is a beautiful gift that you could give yourself or your friends. And it's it's midlife. And I think, Ellen, for you, midlife cuts off at around 60. Is that is that about what you think? Well, I don't know. It's interesting to define, but I feel like, you know, maybe, uh, um, and it's interesting because I'm thinking about this time leading up to your, I just literally in the middle of my second Saturn return. So this time that happens around 58, but roughly it's sort of like 40 to 65, but I feel like it's like, we've got childhood, we've got our first adulthood, and then we've got like our second adulthood where we're taking what we learned in that sort of twenties and thirties, maybe even a little bit early forties. And then it's sort of like, especially for women thinking about, you know, we're going through menopause and our bodies are changing. We're looking into empty nest. And so it's this transition period, but I would say roughly, you know, I, but I, I think I'm leaning a little bit, maybe even into seventies where we've got the second adulthood. It's sort of going into the, this being a sage, being wise or going into that, but making the transformation in our forties and fifties. So that when we get to 60, it's like, okay, this is really, you know, as a Brene Brown says, like go who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Yes. I think, I think really the sixties and, and the seventies from what I've seen with my girlfriends, such a sweet spot of being able to truly stand in your own strength and just bring everything together. So yes, I wanted to encourage you to, to have midlife go later, go older than you were originally thinking. Um, do you want to share with us about this book for a minute, Ellen? It really is a beautiful gift. Yeah, absolutely. So I wrote the book um, for a couple of reasons. I've always been a writer and this is my fifth book. And so I enjoy the writing process. 
I felt like, um, you know, I've worked with women at midlife for over a decade now, and I love this population, you know, going through it myself and transform my own life. Um, and I feel like midlife and menopause really need rebranding. I feel like particularly for those of us who are in the enlightened community, it's a real time of being in that chrysalis and coming out and being that butterfly. And I felt like women needed a guidebook. There's a lot of memoirs. There's a lot of memoirs sort of in spiritual spaces about women transforming at midlife, but I felt like people needed a guidebook. So that's really what this is. And it tells both, you know, my personal stories of transformation, stories of my clients, but really gives people seven very specific steps. So would you like me to go through the the seven steps in the book? Okay, so the first step is authenticity. And so this is really about knowing who am I? Like what, you know, how did the universe, why did they create me? What am I good at? What do I love to do? What's in my genius zone? And I know for me, you know, being someone who, uh, is a healer. I'm a Reiki master and I love doing spiritual work. I've always been in, interested in metaphysics and spirituality, but I was really in the closet. And I talk about that. Like I was kind of ashamed because I grew up in this house of, you know, scientists, whereas woo by definition is things that don't have scientific proof. But of course we know it's true. We know that when we listen to our guides, when we're, you know, connected with spirit, we know what that feels like, however that shows up for you. So first step is being authentic, really embracing who you are and just um, knowing that, you know, you are uh, here for a reason, figuring out what your strength, what your genius zone is, what you love to do as a kid, revisiting that. And I give people lots of exercises and and tools and techniques for that. Second stage is um, self-compassion, self-love. So going from self-loathing to self-love. I was again, super hard on myself, beating myself up. And I actually was fortunate enough to discover self-compassion. Um, and that was a, my dissertation topic was on self-compassion and body image. And I explain exactly what self-compassion is. Essentially, it's treating yourself the way you would a good friend. That is step two. And it's totally transformed my life because when you love yourself, you stop doing things that insult your soul. You know, you do what is truly in your best interest. Number three is energize yourself. And so, you know, if you want to have a great midlife, you've got to be healthy. So this is really leaning into my background as I'm a registered dietitian. I'm a board certified health and wellness coach. I've been a personal fitness trainer. So giving people sound nutrition, exercise advice, midlife, as well as energy work, right? Because we are energetic beings. And so how, what is it to shift your vibe and be energized? Four is reprogram your mind, reprogram your brain. So the brain is what's called neuroplastic, which means we can change. We can change those, you know, beliefs that don't serve us so that we can attract more of what we want in our life and be happier and more positive. Step five is empower yourself, which is really about taking that step one, which is the authenticity and combining that with the law of attraction so that you really are magnetizing with your emotions and, and and really creating a blueprint with your thoughts to be empowered, to live a life that you are in charge of, that is not looking externally outside yourself, that's looking within and allowing things to happen and percolate because you're on your path. So that's what, for me, I'm kind of in the empowerment stage of just, you know, being on your path and feeling you you have power from within. And then the sixth stage is rehab your relationships, because what happens is when you transform yourself, everyone still thinks maybe that you're still the caterpillar. Not everybody sees it. A lot of people in me see like, my gosh, Ellen, you look so different because I've transformed a lot in the last four years since, you know, going through divorce and health crisis and empty nest and writing this book. But um, a lot of people will still see you're the caterpillar. You're like, no, I'm the butterfly. I'm like flying and I got wings. So this is really about how to 
um, how to stop being that good girl and that people pleaser. And I think a lot of us in the enlightened spiritual community are always like, we want to please everybody. We don't want to make waves, but you have to learn how to stand up for yourself. And the second step of, of the rehab process is about creating a personal bill of rights, creating some boundaries so that if somebody crosses them, you know what you stand for and what's important to you. And then the third part is nonviolent communication. So that's step six. And step seven is enlighten yourself. And so that's what we're all here for, right? Is realizing that, hey, we are spiritual beings having a human experience and that we already are enlightened. We already are connected to spirit. And then we just, you know, that is to help people, inspire people and also help people to find their own unique path in spirituality, whether that is looking to you know, your childhood and maybe religious traditions or creating new traditions, new things that you gravitate towards, but really creating a spiritual practice and creating a deeper connection with spirit, knowing that you are spirit. So that is the book in a nutshell. It also comes with a seven day plan to get people started and it's doing well. I would love it. it's 99 cents on Amazon right now. And it's a great Christmas gift. So if you are curious about it, I promise that it will support you wherever you are at. I, I really wrote it so that anybody could just pick it up, start at any of the seven steps. And, and that alone will help you get unstuck and create an amazing next chapter. This book is full of so many ideas. So many strategies and tools that you can just pick up anywhere. You know, even if you start in the middle, you could just find a gem to do that day. It's, it is really a very good book, Ellen. And, you know, the thing, the other thing that I really like about it, you have lived this. You don't, you're not just writing about things that you've read. You have lived this and transformed your life. So I can't recommend it highly enough. Thank you so much, Ruth. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. People, I think to me, and that's a big shift for me, you know, this is my fifth book. And there was a time in my life where it was all about ego. Like I need more people to buy books and I need to like be in bigger platforms to feel good about myself. Now I feel really good about myself. What is getting me excited is that so many women, especially with, you know, we're still sort of in this weird pandemic kind of place. There's a lot of, struggle um, that are being, God, I really need this book right now. This book was like, the, I had one woman and she's been sort of following me and I've done a little coaching with her. And she was just like, I was, instead of like just getting back in bed and crying, I sat by the fire and I read this book. And, um, you know, if you're listening, struggling is part of life. That's the whole part of this, of self-compassion is common humanity. We all struggle. We all suffer. And I think the pandemic has, has brought that out that we're all, you know, in this and if you're, if you're feeling stuck, you don't have to stay stuck. And I think the universe will jump aboard, but you've got to get your foot on the gas pedal. And this book will really help you to take some steps and move forward. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to share and for this beautiful platform that you've created. I always love our connection. Yeah, thank you. And so Ellen, if folks want to learn more about you or learn more about your book, how do they find you? Just Google the Midlife Whisper. I have a brand new website as well. And uh, you can get the book through the website. And uh, you can also go to Amazon and look for Rock Your Midlife. And there's a bio there as well. So I'm very easy to find. Just Google the Midlife Whisper. I'm the only one on the planet. And I will pop up. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for the meditation today, Ellen. And we look forward to learning more about you and your book. And friends, thank you for being here at Enlightened World Network. Thank you for taking the time to love yourself. That really is so much about everything in Ellen's book, having that self-compassion to love yourself enough to grow and question the things that you have always believed. 
And that's what we do here at Enlightened World Network. We allow ourselves to transform and to grow spiritually. So thank you for joining us. So much love to each and every one of you, and we'll see you soon.